Drivers, how are you doing? I'm Brandon Cruz. Welcome back to DFS Tavern. Today we're going over the Roval Race at Charlotte. Let's go focus on our website. Let's go focus on the sheet, and then we'll get into how I want to approach this week. So if you Google DFS Tavern, if you use the link in the description below, however you want to get here, it'll bring you to the DFS Tavern website. You can click the NASCAR tab, and that tab will bring you to our Roval page. You'll see our DFS video. You'll see our DK contest. You'll see our stat model. And right below the stat model, you're going to see laps led and track layout and other things to note regarding this race, regarding these drivers of how they've done, lap sled that they've done. Right under that you see the track information. Under that you'll see the stage links for the Cups, the Xfinity Series this weekend. Just other things to note, other facts, other things you want to look at this weekend. If you scroll back up to the stat model, you can read it very clearly there. Or if you click the button on the top right of that, it'll open it up into a separate tab so you can view it easier, easier on your phone, your tablet, your computer, however you're doing it, however you're viewing it. It's easier to see. I'd, I'd recommend you doing that so you're not just viewing it from our website. And that sheet has um, data regarding the last few years of road course races, regarding how these guys have done, regarding their finishes, regarding how many laps led they have, regarding you know where they are in DFS rankings, possible DK points, just our ranking off of the sheet. I mean, everything you want to look at is right there. It's easy to view, easily color-coordinated, and very easy to just view and you know make lineups off of that. So I highly recommend you viewing that, checking it out, and um, you know making your lineups from that. So let's look at this race. Let's look at the people that I want to focus on for this. Let's focus in on the on the potential dominators first. You got Hamlin, Elliott, Keselowski, Truex, um, Keselowski, and Ryan Blaney. I'm gonna say right now. I think Ryan Blaney is a bad play. I think he's bad chog. I do not like Ryan Blaney. Let me know. In the description if you think I'm crazy if you agree with that and I'm gonna make an argument right here but let me know what you think below this video regarding Ryan Blaney but look he's starting 24th he's ten thousand nine hundred dollars sure he could pay that off but I think he gets outscored by people not just because he um, I mean look I think he finishes around sixth or seventh I don't think he leads laps I don't think he wins the race I think he either pushes himself too hard or something happens he had. I understand he won at the Roval the first year, but even in that situation, I mean, he just lucked into that win with Johnson and, and Truex taking each other out. He's $10,900. That is stupid expensive. I thought he would be higher earlier in the week, but he's stupid expensive. He's hard. I, I just don't see him paying that off. I don't see him winning the race. I don't see him performing very well. I don't see him being optimal. Because of that, I'm taking it. I'm taking a hard stance on not playing Ryan Blaney this weekend. That's just how I view him as. Same thing with Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott is chalked that I could easily get off of. Now I understand you're going to call me crazy. You're going to see that Chase Elliott has won four of the last seven road course races. I get that. Okay, I understand that. But between the chalk of Blaney and Elliott and Blaney and Elliott together in a lineup. I don't want any of that. We're trying to win GPPs. We're trying to win these contests by ourselves. We don't want to tie. I I don't. I would much rather be willing to play Elliot, and I'm 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 leaning to to fading him as well. But I think these two guys are bad chalks. I think anything can happen, especially without practice. I mean, these these teams can miss a setup. They might not be able to dial their cars in. We've seen how much people wreck at the Roval in practice. I imagine we're going to see more carnage this year. Just people missing corners, getting in tire barriers, cautions being coming out. I mean, I just don't like. I don't like going with the chalk this weekend. That's just how I view it. That's just how I see it. So you can argue with me. Um, 
in, in with the comments here. But I, I'm not a huge Elliott fan. I'm not a huge Blaney fan this weekend. I would much rather play Denny Hamlin. I think Denny Hamlin gets off to a very good start. I think he's a precise driver. You've heard me call him that numerous times. This year, I think he gets into turn one very well, and he's, he's, he's able to pull away from Chase Elliott. I'd much rather play Keselowski, a great pivot off of Chase Elliott. Kevin Harvick, I'd rather play him. Truex Jr. starting seventh, a guy who is also very dominant at road courses. He just doesn't have the wins next to his name, but starting seventh offers a little place differential. I'm fine with that. You know, I just I don't want to focus on Blaney. I don't want to focus on Elliott. That's just the stand I'm, I'm willing to take this weekend. I, I'd much rather fade that chalk, and I'd, I'd much rather go other places. I'm going to try and chase place differential, which I think is way more important this weekend than people are really talking about. And that's just how I'm going to create my lineups. So let's move on to guys that I think are safe, guys that I love, value plays, and things of that nature. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., starting dead last, $7,800. I thought he would be higher priced. He's not. He should easily pay off that price. If you look at his last seven road course races, 16th, 17th, 37th, 15th, 16th, 21st, 18th, what does this tell us? He should easily get a top 20 finish. Ceiling is somewhere between 15th to 14th. If crazy things happen and people wreck, I think he could very easily work his way into 12th. Stenhouse Jr. is way too cheap. He should easily get 6, 7, possibly 8x for, for his value. I love Stenhouse. And people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to play Stenhouse. He's a, he, he, Ricky Spinhouse. Ricky Spinhouse. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to do it. I, I, I love Stenhouse this weekend. Same thing with Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell, $7,500, starting 35th. He should get in the top 20 as well. He has a good car. He's racing in season. Nobody's in the back. He should easily be able to get through the field. It's not going to be quick, but at the end of the race, I expect him to be inside the top 20 as well. So $7,700 for Stenhouse, $7,500 for Christopher Bell. Why on earth would you pay $9,000 for Jimmy Johnson? Why on earth would you pay $8,100 for Michael McDowell? I don't want to play these guys. I'm going to focus on Christopher Bell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I'm also going to focus on Colt Custer. Bubba Wallace, Michael, or um, Corey LaJoy. I mean, these are the plays that I want to focus on for value, for you know, safe plays. I'd even kind of squeeze Matt DiBenedetto into that as well. But I'm, I'm telling you, just play Stenhouse, play Christopher Bell, make just, just do it, just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. The guys that I like for GPPs, the guys that I like for tournaments, guys that I just like that. I expect to have lower ownership or lower interest in is pretty much everybody starting 9th to 14th. Who are these drivers? Well, that's Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, Eric Amarola, William Byron, and Eric Jones. Why am I going to focus on these guys specifically for pivots? And I'd even throw Austin Dillon in there. At $7,200, he might be able to stick around. But Clint Boyer, starting 11th, he just announced his retirement. He's going to retire after this year. Let's look at his last three finishes at road courses, 6th, 4th, 3rd. William Byron, let's look at his last two finishes at the Daytona Road Course and the 2019 Roval, 8th and 6th. Eric Jones, his last two finishes at the Daytona Road Course and the 2019 Roval, 11th and 40th. I understand some of these guys have risk involved in playing them, but Clint Boyer is a solid play. William Byron is a solid play. Kurt Busch, I like, is a solid play. I understand he's 14th at the Daytona Road Course. 20th in the 2019 Roval, but in 2018 Roval, he finished 5th, Watkins Glen, he's finished 10th, at, uh, at 18, Watkins Glen, he finished 9th, I mean, I like Clint Boyer, I, I mean, I like uh, Kurt Busch as well, why am I focusing on these people? Well, if people are paying up for Ryan Blaney, if 
and Chase Elliott are paying up for two $10,000 guys, it's going to be really hard for them to get these guys, to get the 8K drivers in lineups. They might only play one at minimum. I'm going to try and play two or three of these guys. I'm going to play a really balanced lineup this weekend. I don't see a reason to really punt. I don't see a reason to really pay up if I'm not going to play pay up for Blaney and Elliott. I'm going to have a very balanced lineup. That's how I am going to approach it. That's how I think most people should approach it because the chalk is has a really high chance to bust here with no practice, expected carnage, expected people wrecking. I mean, people are going to miss corners. I mean, this is going to be a horrible, horrible race. This is going to be worse than the road course. And that, that road course was fine, but the rubble has always had instance it's always had people hitting barriers and making mistakes and stuff and with no practice the mistakes should be amplified and that's what i'm going to rely on i'm going to rely on the on the chalk busting and that's how i want to approach it that's how i want to go about it i would advise you to do the same i mean i know talladega is completely different but i i was saying the same thing in discord i was saying the same thing on twitter most people are approaching this race in one a direction if it doesn't go that direction i mean that's a that's a great pivot in general so if people are expecting chase elliott and ryan blaney to be most dominant in this race and and they're gonna have that much ownership i think it's worth pivoting off them and trying to build a balance line of trying to build uh, other dominators you know and just hope that the chalk busts and that's how i'm gonna approach it i expect i hope you do the same i expect chalk to bust so uh we'll see how it goes and uh, you guys have a great week and uh, we'll catch you next time